gals. Welcome to Audio 10. We're at the start of week five, and I'm really excited to be moving from this first stage where I'm wanting to make sure we're all on the same page as far as education about the confusing foods and then hopefully giving you enough tools where you can experiment and explore and discover the congruent foods because um, I'm just one of those people, one of those health coaches that I really hate talking about. I mean, and I say hate, like I do not like talking about all the bad foods. I don't want to give airtime to negativity. And um, the other thing is, is that I, I get uh, frustrated with all of the conversation out there about all the bad foods. And we give a lot of airtime to what you shouldn't eat and what you shouldn't do. And, and I think what it does is it distracts us from what we want to put our focus towards. And um, so all that to say, uh, we're going to be really shifting our focus as much as we possibly can away from the toxicity, the toxic foods, the toxic thoughts, toxic emotions. And um, as we kind of turn the corner, we're going to be moving in towards more of um, a focus and a, a mindset and a whole paradigm of the congruent and what is life-giving and what is life-generating. And I think it's just going to be much more exciting because um, I, I really, uh, like I said, I just don't really enjoy all, all the, the talking about the negative stuff. So um, if you felt a little bit weighed down by thinking about all the foods that you may have to let go of, or if you felt like, oh man, we just, I'm ready to, to be done with this um, aspect, then hang in there. We are almost done. We're turning the corner. We're moving from the survival mode into creation mode. So I'm going to go back to that bridge analogy for a moment that I gave you at the very beginning of this whole program. And that is the the whole idea of where you are now to where you're going, um, at least in your body, in your mind, in your emotions. Remember, there's a part of you that's already there, um, but we're getting all these other layers of you congruent and, and in alignment with that that truest nature, that truest you. And um, so we're kind of crossing the bridge from survival mode, which is characterized by toxic foods, toxic thoughts, toxic emotions, toxic ways of thinking about yourself. And we're crossing that bridge. We're stepping out on that suspension bridge, moving into creation mode, which is characterized by connection with your truest nature which is characterized by life-generating, whole, pure, congruent foods and a congruent way of living and life practices that really enhance your overall uh, light in the world. And so that's where we're going. That's where we're headed. And so I like to think of right around this time, we're kind of towards the middle of the bridge. So it's getting better. You're maybe feeling a little bit hopeful, um, or you may still feel like, man, I have a long way to go to get across that bridge. Um, but just know there's still a lot of good um, practices coming, tapping. I'm hoping that the the meditation that I gave you um, this last week is is helping get you into that mode of more lightness and peace and joy. All right, so um, on to the topic for today. I'm going to keep it really brief, but we're getting close to the, the close of talking about the reasons that we want to let go of the confusing foods. And that's the only reason I talk about these confusing toxic foods is just so that 
um, you're not tempted to eat them anymore because you understand so clearly why they are um, toxic for you and what they're doing to your cells and your tissues and to your beautiful being. We want to get that stuff out of there. And, um, and that you also have tools that empower you to trade um, those toxic foods for the congruent form. So um, the reason food is so important is because food is, is one of the most consistent things that we do every single day. We put this substance inside of it, it us and it literally becomes us. And that's why we work on those foods so so closely. And then, of course, the toxic thoughts and emotions, we're clearing those out as well through the meditations and these other tools and practices. All right, so the two things that we're going to work on trading for week five is the are the conventional meats and the hydrogenated uh, toxic oils. So these are things that you may already have been working on, and if so, that's awesome. So I'm just going to run through them pretty quickly. What I mean by conventional meats are meats that are not organic or grass-fed or pasture-raised. These are conventional meats that um, are these are you know cows and chickens that are raised in the fe- big you know um, feedlots, and they are not well treated. Um, they're fed with grains. They're injected with hormones to make them bigger, and um, they have more meat on them. But unfortunately, all of those toxins that get injected into those cows and and the things in the you know with chicken and uh, all of those things get get put into our um, bodies whenever we consume that meat. So you can imagine, and I'm just going to use cows for example because you know beef is a really big deal here in Texas. Um, the you can imagine you know all of the grains that are, probably have a lot of um, you know mold and different uh, toxins already in them. The cows eat those grains, and so then you're getting grain um, that you're trying to avoid from eating that meat. Um, and then also, like I said, there's toxins that uh, you get through the hormones that those cows are injected with. And then on an emotional level, and some people will buy into this, and some people won't, but. You know, cows are also, um, you know, animals are also have, have life inside of them. They also have emotions and uh, they have a certain, they have an energy just like you have an energy. And many people, who, especially those who are more in the vegan vegetarian realm, um, really believe that the, the emotion of the animal stays in the meat after it's slaughtered. And so what you would be getting, if that's true, is you'd be getting the, the emotional energy of a very, probably very sad and very, um, just a lot of terror from that experience. So there's a lot of problems with the conventionally raised, we'll just talk about beef for a moment. And um, so the, the congruent version of this is to focus on cows that are not only pasture-fed, grass-fed, but often the, the people who are tuned into grass-fed, pasture-raised beef, they're also very, very careful about very kind um, slaughtering practices. And um, they're very conscious. And so there's usually a lot less of that um, emotional energy in the meat. And also when you're getting grass-fed or organic, you're also not getting hormones in there. Again, if they're grass-fed, you're not getting the grains. And so that would be the reason for um, switching over to uh, organic grass-fed beef. 
um, with chickens, there's some similar things going on. Um, chickens are usually grain fed. And so, you know, when you're eating chicken, it's some of the same issues as with beef. And I'm going to go ahead and include eggs in here because eggs are one of those, you know, really good sources um, for many people. Sometimes they can be an allergen, and often, but often they can be great. It just depends on the person. We'll talk more about that later. Um, but uh, the um, with eggs, it's it's really important with with eggs because of the the deep nutrients that are in the yolk of the egg um there's the most nutrients are in the egg yolk and you'll be able to tell if you if you cracked open like a an organic uh pasture fed um you know free range is what it's called free range um chicken egg yolk it's very very orange um you can see the the deep nutrition by the color of the yolk and then maybe you crack open you know a um just a regular, just non-organic um, egg from like Walmart, and the yolk is going to be very yellow, a very like dull, um, lifeless sort of yellow. So if you see that really orange yolk, you know there's a lot of deep nutrition in there. So I always recommend that if you're going to do eggs, go ahead and do pasture uh, or gra- um, sorry, free range. Getting my words mixed up. Free range organic eggs and. I personally love the ones that are at the local farmers markets. Um, those are usually fantastic. You also get to support local people, which I think is great. Um, if you're going to get them in the stores, then I recommend Vital Farms, V I T A L, Vital Farms eggs or um, Organic Valley. But just look for the basic label of organic um, free range eggs. All right, so um, as far as other types of meats, um, the other one I want to bring up here is with fish. So um, there's a lot of controversy surrounding fish as because there's a lot of um, mercury and stuff that is that the fish absorb in the farm raised, like things like salmon. Um, and so whenever you're looking for fish, if you're going to do something like salmon, which again, I believe is a really high quality source of omega-3s and a protein, um, it's, a, it's a really high quality food. So if you're going to do uh, something like salmon, look for wild caught salmon or sockeye salmon. Those are the two I recommend. And um, for the any other type of fish, um, the, the basic foundational thing to remember is that that with fish um if it is a cold water fish it's usually the cleanest and so uh there's there's a lot of other seafood that isn't as clean some of the seafood are are, um scavengers in the ocean and so they're they're not as clean but depending on what it is you want to do i'm not going to get off on that too much just look for cold water fish or um wild caught and um, that that'll usually uh, point you in the right direction. Uh, there's a lot more out there on this subject that I'm not quite brushed up on, but those would be my basic guidelines if you really enjoy fish. Okay, let's move on to hydrogenated oils. And essentially, hydrogenated oils are the the oils that have been heated. They have been overly processed. They are rancid, and they're very hard on your body. This is usually what um, people know of as fats. Fats are in like the oils of different foods. And when you extract those oils and then when you process them and you heat them, 
they turn into a totally different thing and they're very, very hard on your body, especially women's bodies. Women's bodies don't do well on lots of oils. And um, the thing about these heated, hydrogenated oils is they contain a lot of unhealthy trans fats. And these are the types of fats that lead to the heart disease. And um, you're probably familiar with all of the different issues with um, oils. So there's good oils, there's bad oils, there's good fats, there's bad fats. And um, the the bad oils you can find in typically in things like salad dressings and chips and lots of fried foods. There's lots of um, restaurants that use a lot of these really toxic oils. So these would be things like soybean oil, vegetable oil, corn oil, canola oil. Um, those are all, um, these are safflower, sunflower oil. Uh, these are all things that like restaurants will use um, to to make the food really um, feel kind of satisfying, and and the fried nature of it or the oily nature of it can kind of be um, a uh, give you a false sense of satisfaction because it is giving you some sense of of like I'm getting some fats, which your body does need, and we'll talk about next. Uh, but it is a confusing type of fat because it is very harmful to the cells in your body. There's a lipid barrier around every cell and it gets damaged um, with these hydrogenated oils and then the cell dies. And so it's very um, important to have the good fats rather than the bad fats, the good oils rather than the bad oils. The good oils would be um, the healthy omega-3 type oils, fish oil, which you can buy in supplements. Then you also have the ones that you can cook with, which would be co- coconut oil and avocado oil. Those will. The reason those are good is because they they are um, they will withstand higher temperatures of heating and still maintain their molecular. Um, their basic molecular shape. And so they don't morph and change in the process of heating. So they're what they call stable at high temperatures. So there's a coconut oil, avocado oil, and then there's the oils like flax seed oil, chia seed oil, hemp seed oil. Um, they're extracted from the seeds. You can use these in small amounts, um, things like salad dressings, and, um, and they just have to stay refrigerated. And on that note, it's really important to um, refrigerate oils as much as you can because oils can go rancid very, very quickly. Um, Olive oil, I'm going to talk for a moment about that. That one's a subject of high controversy right now because lots of olive oils out there um, are touted as health foods, but because they've um, the processing of them and because they've been on the shelf a long time and they're not stable on the shelf, most of them are rancid. And so rancid meaning they are kind of basically moldy. It's the the um, the oils sort of word for mold. So um, or the equivalent thereof. So I really I would avoid olive oil if you can, unless um, you have really good reason to believe that the sourcing that you're getting is um, has avoided the rancid rancidity problem. So that's olive oil, um, and for women overall, I just recommend only a small amount of oil, just because um, we process it differently than men. 
um, men overall can process oils and fats more rapidly and more effectively. And women just, they still need them, but they need them in smaller amounts and more carefully. So just um, be be aware of the oils that you're using and um, keep them just to a minimum so that you can get some of those healthy fats, but you're not making the the load of of energy that it's taking your body to actually process that. You're not making it too difficult. All right. Um, so that is a basic outline of conventional meats and hydrogenated oils. And of course, there's always more here. If you have questions or you're unsure how this relates to you, or there's something specific for your journey, always feel free to reach out and connect with me. Um, I also have a PDF for you below this email, and you can just check out uh, the recommendations. I have some websites on there that you can check out the the good stuff, and just again experiment and explore and try new things. So part of this season is just getting the feel for these different foods, how they, um, where to find them and using as many of these congruent foods as you possibly can, as we crowd out the confusing foods. All right. Other than that, stay up with the meal ritual. I know sometimes it's like, oh yeah, meal rituals. That's why I'm just um, bringing it to your attention each time so that we really get it into a pattern and a habit for you um, as much as possible. Remember, if you start into a meal and you're like, I didn't do my meal ritual, it's okay to just take a deep breath and then start from that moment forward. Um, So remember, we always want to, to take every moment as new. Take a deep breath and then just start it right then. And um, always forgiving yourself quickly and just continuing to move on with the knowledge that you have in this moment. Now for uh, the rest of the, um, for this this weekend, you know, just exploring these, um, these new uh, tools I'm giving you as far as the hydrogenated oils and um, the conventional meats, keep on with your green ritual and your meditation. And then we'll have a live call on Monday and I'll send out information for you on that. Okay, friends. Sending you all lots of love, and I'll talk to you again soon.